0: Hey you welcome to the even in weight loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you welcome to the podcast. So this is one of those episodes where I'm recording it very early in the morning and feel like I don't quite have my voice yet. <laughs> I also, don't feel like I can talk super loud, so maybe that's good for your ears, right? Because sometimes that can be annoying. Anyhow, I want to talk to you about what God's ministering to my heart this morning. Sometimes when I wake up, he ministers to me, and I just, I feel as communicate, you probably experience this, like you feel God communicating to you about something, and it's disconnected sometimes, and it's a little bit rambly, but it all makes sense to you. So imagine then needing to put that into a podcast right (laughs) like it's a little discombobulated but when I woke this morning I was listening I had some song I had a song in my heart and the lyrics were spinning around in my head as I was doing my morning exercise and as the lyrics were spinning in my head I just sat there like chewing on the revelation it's not a revelation but Sometimes revelations happen in waves, like you go deeper with the knowledge of what's happened, right? So the revelation that that Jesus died, that Jesus died for me to live was on my heart this morning. I mean, I started thinking about that. I'm like, I mean, it's like a parent. It's like somebody breaking into your house. God forbid, this is a gruesome story. This isn't even a story, it's a thought. It's like somebody breaking in and telling you, "Listen, I'm going to take your life or your child's." And you're like, "No, you're not taking my child's because my child has an amazing destiny ahead of them, and you allow the armed person to take your life instead. I mean, it was like that kind of revelation. Like Jesus died for me. He died for you. that our life has so much value that he gave his because he knows that you're destined to do something. Man, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. And I just was thinking about that. And I came down to my office and sat down and started to just pray. And God said to me, no, just start journaling right now. And so the podcast you're about to hear is me being obedient to that. Um, I didn't see it coming necessarily. I never do. Um, but everything I wrote I feel like was God inspired because actually I wrote it all without making a single mistake <laughs> and and it just flowed and there were even scriptural references that I didn't even know to be true that I had to go back and look up. So this message is for somebody's heart. I know it was for mine and you know even as I wrote it, I didn't know that I was writing it as a reflection on my past. It's just amazing how God works. I don't know. You'll see this unfold as I lis- as you listen to it, but I hope it makes sense to you. My My prayer right now is that it helps you. It meets you where you are because I didn't have somebody ministering to my heart even in weight loss when I was trying to lose weight, but the reality is <clears throat> my weight... My reflection in the mirror, that number on the scale, those things kept me from doing what God put in my heart to do in this world. And I firmly believe that somebody out there is experiencing the same thing, that your weight somehow is holding you back. Maybe it's not holding you back to do what He's gifted you to do. Maybe you're in ministry. Maybe you are the only Christian at work who is ministering to people. You know, at work, or maybe you are, you know, just showing people Jesus everywhere you go. Maybe you're, you know, an extension of Jesus, and you're walking out what He's told you to do. But maybe your weight is holding you back in your marriage. Maybe your weight is holding you back, um, you know, in your parenting. Maybe you're perpetually consumed with diets, or maybe you're, maybe you're not getting in the pool with the kids because of your weight. Somehow, the reflection. The number on the scale has imprisoned you somewhere. And if that's you, I remember being you. I remember... Oh, oh I could cry. <laughs> Isn't that funny to think like that our weight can imprison us this much? Oh, I hope this message today is freedom for you. Um, okay, so... I'm thinking about baseball or, you know, paint, drawing, so that I can stop crying for a second. Okay, and we're back. (laughs) And here we go. So I'm just going to read you what I've written in my journal. This this particular episode might have like two commercials, because this amounted to four pages. And trust me, I write in a small journal, so the pages aren't, you know, super big. But here we go. So, right from the top, the revelation that God died for me to live is on my heart this morning. Could I ever waste this sacrifice? I mean, for real. Could I ever squander what he died to give me and that he then spoke over me, that I was to go and do greater things than he would even do? I mean, God must love me and want so much for me. My assignment must be big to do Jesus's work, to carry the message on in the way that I've been destined to do so. I have been reminded at this point of the talents, the parable of the talents. Matthew 25, 14 through 30 says, invest the gift. I think I've written this and paraphrased. You know, I paraphrased it. Invest the gift. When you invest the gift, you earn more. Don't hide what your master has given you. Don't hide the gift. Receive praise when you invest the gift versus if you just hide your gift. Wait for him to say to you. Actually, the scripture goes on to say, for those who actually invested the gift and they received praise, God says to them, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let us celebrate together. And My notes go on to say, don't just give back to God what you hid for him. Don't be like the, don't be like the servant who took what he gave him, the talent he gave him, the money he gave him, and just hide it because you thought you knew your master, that your master wanted you to just hide it. No, don't just give it back to him the way that you hid it. When you don't know God, when you don't have a relationship with him, you can't know what he expects of you. You just assume who he is and what he wants. But Matthew, you know, 25, 26 goes on to say, but the master replied to that servant who just buried the gift, you wicked and lazy servant. I remember looking at that and thinking, wicked and lazy? Yeah, wicked and lazy. Because this is where we become a product of this wicked, wicked world, corrupt in our ability to see beyond ourselves, searching for the magic weight loss pill searching for the way that's easiest searching for even the easy button or even all of the weight loss hacks all of the shortcuts but verse 28 goes on to say and this is another paraphrase take this money take this talent from this man and give it to the one who did the most to those who use who who what (laughs) to those who use well what they have been given even more will be given and they will have an abundance. And, you know, I'm just hitting pause on reading the scripture to tell you, I can see this when I hid. I mean, I can see this contrast just looking back when I hid what I knew. I knew there was something in me that God wanted me to do, but I had buried it and I was standing on top of it and couldn't find it. You know what I mean? And I did not have abundance. Abundance. I mean, I had death and sorrow and destruction, and that is, that is the wages of sin. Like I had the fruit of my flesh, which was me trying and failing everything on my own. And he says that when you, but when you actually do more with what you've been given, that you'll have more in abundance. And I can't even tell you, I might not have that big house anymore. I don't. I mean, we do not have that big house anymore. But my life is so abundant in a way that I never knew it could be. All right, let me go on with this scripture. He goes on to say, But, for, but from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And you know what? This was me. It was all taken away until I dug it up and I started investing. And that's when I stepped into my blessing. I mean, I remember being new in my faith, you know, newer, when I first started out, you probably know my testimony. But when I first started out, and I remember being confused by this parable, thinking that it was a little bit too harsh. And then, bam, (laughs) God gave me my eyes to see. It's like I had eyes to see that were literally given to me in that moment. I could see that Jesus died for me. It's like a parent, like I said, taking a bullet for their child. And I, had, I hadn't realized that I was that child. And I was that child just living out the dream, you know, living it up, drinking wine, eating Cheetos, making a mess of everything that my parent died to give me. I hadn't even realized that I was being, that I was being wicked and lazy because I was a product of this world and I mean this might not resonate with you a hundred percent but sometimes you need to hear it to let it sink in so you can apply it even to your food I mean back then when I was being wicked and lazy how could I even realize that I was being that right I was I was living in the temple that God had given that he had given to me but it was for me to house him you know for him to live in And I had filled it entirely with the lusts of my flesh. It was so full of sherry that there wasn't even enough room for God to like come and have a play date. (laughs) There was no room. Back then, I would have never known that my inability to lose weight was because I was doing it. I was doing it all into the world, doing it unto myself. I couldn't see then. That Jesus died for me and, ex- and in exchange for his son, I should say that Jesus died for me and that in exchange for his son, God sent me to continue doing his son's work. You know what I mean? I mean, John 14, 12 says that whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. But I couldn't see it then that Jesus died for me in exchange for his son that God sent me to continue doing his son's work by giving me a special gift that spreads the gospel in a completely different way to show women that their weight loss is now a part of their investment. Like God is expecting you to receive this knowledge and pursue glorifying Him, to pursue living a holy life, even, even in your weight loss journey. God has given each of us a gift, and He's entrusted you to this gift, and He's expecting you. He is expecting you, according to what Matthew 25 says. He's expecting you to invest it. This means doing hard things to become who he has created you to be you know but now this world has enticed you to the point of being completely off track in this area you're unable to do quite possibly what he died to have you do because the weight of this world is upon you it's like an anchor holding you back the scale i mean the scale and even the reflection in the mirror The reflection that you think you see in the mirror, is that holding you back? And if so, that keeps you tethered to this world so profoundly that you're blind to anything else that God has put in your heart. It keeps you from living and walking and truly doing all the things in your eyes of faith, through your eyes of faith. God wants to give you eyes to see right now. We're going to come right back after this short break. Hey you, welcome back. God is saying to you right now, rise up, rise up, wake up. It's time to invest what he has given you. Go and do hard things because your father in heaven is expecting you to do it. And he has given you the ability to do it. It doesn't matter how you think you look. Take the steps forward and don't stop investing now do it now while you can he has given you the gift that he has given you because you are equipped to do just that thing and weight loss is now a part of it because what was meant for your harm God is going to use for your good for his glory no one receives more or less than they can handle in this life and if we fail our assignment it can't be because we're simply overwhelmed with the things of this world failure only indicates our laziness by focusing on the world and not god you have been given what you need to do you've been given what you need to do what you need to do so ask yourself are am i hiding behind excuses Am I tethered to this world? Have I buried my talents under a sea of doubt where the world doesn't hear the message that God wants me to spread because how I look and feel? We are responsible to use well what God has given us, and that means that we are, number one, to know Him and know what He expects of us, and number two, to believe in Him and know what He can do through us. It means seeing that even your weight loss can be a part of your assignment so that you can outwardly show people, because sometimes people, they're like Timothy, they need to see it before they'll believe it, right? So maybe he wants part of your assignment right now to be to outwardly show people the power of God within you. Don't let your weight be an excuse to avoid doing what God has called you to do in this life. If he, if God is truly your master, you must obey willingly. Exchange your will for the food, for his will, for the glory. He died. I mean, think about that. He died to give you this life so that you could complete the assignment that he has given to you, to uniquely you, to complete his work. You can do it and live and live this life to the fullest of what he says, not what the world says. Live according to God's standards, not according to what the world says that you must eat, that you must think, feel, look like, none of it. Make your Make your food choices according, according to how well you want and need to care for the temple that he died to give you and that he wants to live in for a long time. He wants you to live in this temple for a long time. So that means that you have got to be healthy for this temple's sake. You have an assignment on your life and you need to be able to be healthy to physically walk around and do his work so that means your temple has to be healthy do you know that weight loss is just a byproduct of health don't see yourself going don't see yourself going without all of the worldly good foods anymore instead see yourself as eating the good foods to feed the spirit within to maintain your temple stand up in your gift Take ownership. Start where you are right now, today. Eternity is counting on you. Smash the scale. Stop looking in the mirror. And instead, aim to hear God say this word to you. Aim to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let us go and celebrate even in weight loss.